Welcome to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and Dee Dee. I'm Maz Mary. And I'm Dana DelVal. Whether you're a person on an addiction sobriety path, or you know someone who is, we're here to talk about our journey with it. And more importantly, we want to help end the stigma and shame of alcoholism. And we want to bring some hope and laughter along the way too. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Daily Dose. Dr. Mary. Yes. It's our 300th episode. Yeah, you should have dressed up, Lola. I am dressed up. I'm seasonally dressed. Oh, look. I'm not. I'm wearing a deer. There we go. I look like the back end of a brownie. <laughs> but it's not black, so, you know, it's a splash of color. I look chocolate. There yes. You it's seasonal. Seasonal chocolate. Absolutely. Happy 300 episodes. Wowzers. That's incredible. It That's is. a lot of episodes. It is, lover. It is. Yeah. Um, so if you have been watching with us from the beginning, thank you for that. That's really lovely. Yes, thank you. Um, so we're talking about something today that I um, often have made fun of Dr. Mary about. I thought about it a lot while he was drinking. And um, then... We talk about it some now because it's a very different thing. So I will just say that if you only know us from these videos, or if you've only known us for the past four and a half years, you would be shocked to realize that this man sitting next to me has not always looked like this. In fact, I'm just going to mortify you right here on television and say this. I've known you for 20 years yes. and some months, and you've never looked as good as you look now. Oh. You were in your early 30s when I first met you. To be fair, the very first time I ever saw Maz, he had just gotten back from a flight from France, so he was tired. But, you know, you were kind of pasty and had that kind of non-American thing going for you in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I... I will just give myself some credit for, you know, fixing you up a little bit. A diamond in the rough, I think, is the phrase you're looking for. <laughs> yes. But the, the bottom line is, is that Maz looked kind of like this when I met him. And then over time and with drinking, he ended up looking like this. So to be fair, that's a good picture. What this one? Yeah, that's a good picture. No, so like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, that's true. So that picture I think is from 2016, which was you know just months before he got sober. Here's what I used to say or think to myself because I would never have said this to his face because it's not flattering. Maz looked like a waterbed, his skin was like puffy, there was was like he had way, 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 way too much fluid in his body. And I never understood it. So I asked Dr. Mary if he would give us some science behind why so many people who drink end up looking puffy and like there's way too much inside their body. So um, Dr. Mary, take it away. I'll go back to just us and then we can go back to that picture if you want to. So can we? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not a great picture. All right. So if you're thinking about short-term effects, so it, it is the it is the Christmas season and people like to go to Christmas parties and sometimes they drink a little too much. It doesn't mean they're an alcoholic, 
Well, a lot of people look red and bloated and your eyes are bloodshot in the morning. Oh, and kind of puffy. And right. they do look kind of puffy. But that is only because at this stage of drinking alcohol, it's only acting as a dehydrant or dehydrant, depending on how you want to pronounce it. You that. said it exactly the same way both ways. Did I? Yeah. Um, anyway. So um, you get dehydrated and your body acts. Uh, so your, the salt in your blood body fluids gets more concentrated because your water has been soaked up by the alcohol and you've actually urinated it out during the course of the evening. So you're actually are dehydrated. Why does, so in my mind, if you're dehydrated, you should look like a raisin, not a plumpy grape. Ah, good question. I'm getting to Thank that. You. So your body reacts by releasing water from your body tissue fluids, your lymph nodes and your actual blood plasma. So okay. that leaches out of your blood vessels and over um, inflates your skin tissue. So temporarily, you look bloated. That's if you've just been out yeah, the night before. If you've and just had, had what we, you okay. could even consider a healthy night of excess social drink, drinking. social okay. drink. Okay. Usually during your sleep, your body chemistry and your liver can deal with that. So when you wake up in the morning, you go back to actually looking generally okay sure your okay. eyes might be a little bloodshot because alcohol um is an inflammatory so the capillaries in your eyes widen so more blood goes through them but at this stage again it's only temp temporary so they will contract back to their original size just to translate those are capillaries for people who were born in america I just like to keep it, you know, so nobody's caught up in, uh, wait, maybe, what's a capillary? Maybe, a capillary. Yeah, maybe next time you can come and translate in my biology <laughs> class students. next semester. Okay. So, all right. So that's temporary um, physical symptoms yeah. of a, a night of excess drinking. What, why did you look like this all the time? All right. So two things happen when you drink alcohol well all right let's let's call it let's when you become an alcoholic many things happen but two of the most notable noticeable ones for what we were discussing here of looking like a waterbed um is you get or develop gastritis which is um an inflammation of your stomach lining so a protein is produced actually to protect your stomach lining and it actually has its roots and its biochemistry from your liver and i'm coming back the liver does a lot of things um so your stomach expands and it releases extra fluid, usually to help protect itself. But that fluid has to go somewhere. It goes into your body cavity and it pushes against all your internal organs and your skin and pushes it all outwards. <gasps> oh. Also, it's because even with... Wait, how, I'm sorry, can I ask a question? Yes. How does it leave your stomach and go into your body cavity? Now I'm just imagining a turkey. How does it do that? Um, because your your the, the membranes around all of your cells are semi permeable, and water is a really water and small protein molecules are, are small enough to be pushed if there's enough force out of the plasma membrane, and they can leave your bladder and your kidneys because some parts of the cell have a, a specialized plasma membranes that are biochemically different to allow the the more um, the more water movement with ease like your, your bladder and your kidneys because water and alcohol are the two things that can actually be absorbed directly from your stomach lining because it's both small molecules so they can leave and come in very quickly 
Oh, so so you, that's how you can drink and get drunk so quickly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gosh, I don't know any of this. So your 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 liver goes into overdrive to deal with that. So at some at early stages of alcoholism, you you get this waxing and waning where it comes and goes, but then it sets in because your liver's maxed out, and then your liver is also getting damaged. So your liver makes a protein called albumin, which is a small very small protein is very simple and it's reasonably water soluble so that flows through your lymph nodes and everything and tries to deal with this damage but when your liver is damaged the levels of that production drop drastically they're produced on the outer layers of your liver now actually this protein is um it's biochemistry it has a cofactor in other words something that makes it work and that's vitamin b1 vitamin b1 which is vital for liver function, but it is destroyed by excess alcohol. B1 is also the amino, the, the vitamin or vitamin that allows the neurochemistry of your brain to lay down memories. So lack of that and lack of a production of albumin leads to the blackout and wow. not being able to remember what you're doing because it's not being laid down as a neurological pathway in your brain. Which is why people who suffer from alcoholism usually say the same thing over and over again because they literally can't remember they've said it. Wow, which you did a lot of. Yeah. So that albumin um, keeps fluid in blood vessels. So it actually negates that first symptom. I just and albumin's a protein? It's a protein. Okay. Without that, your body just flushes things out. There's nothing to stop you, uh, stuff leaving your lymph nodes which helps you which makes your body swell up there's nothing to help to stop um fluids leaving your capillaries or your veins or your or your, your arteries or your arterioles or your venules or every part of your all the, all the little tree guys so your, your body fractals. swells up is that the same thing that happens with cancer patients going through yeah, treatment because and the, is that because they've removed so many lymph nodes often no, because or? You, because with cancer patients with chemotherapy your liver is trying to break down all the byproducts of the chemotherapy and it does exactly the same thing it sends it in overdrive it actually does damage your liver now your liver is the only organ in your body that can regenerate itself to a certain point so if you get if you stop and get treatment for alcoholism early enough your body your liver can recover to a certain extent it also it depends on biochemistry it depends on it if you want me to be blatantly honest honest it, it, please be brutally honest uh, it, it depends how lucky you are as well yeah because you can get um your liver can be damaged to the point where it'll actually form scar tissue which and that scar tissue can't perform the functions of a liver so all these this ability to store um vitamin b1 b2 niacin zinc all of these are required for liver function. The scar tissue can't absorb them from what you eat. So the damage to your liver becomes permanent. This is very depressing, Dr. Mary. Now, all that, all those vitamins, B1, B2, niacin, zinc, they're all involved in skin formation and water retention too. So when that goes haywire, your skin gets less healthy. It starts to age and you get crack lines around your mouth and the areas around your nose anything that should be hydrated around your nasal cavity dries out and cracks and infections set in so you always get this permanent redness around certain areas your eyelids around your nose that's why the nose you know you get a, a puffy red nose as well 
So that's probably what was wrong with that woman we saw in San Diego, who was clearly homeless, clearly suffering from some sort of really terrible addiction. She looked like a, well, she looked like she had, you know, when you see little kids, when you live in the Great Plains in the middle of winter, who just have that terribly cracked dry skin because they've been outside and their cheeks are all frozen and cold and red and dry. That That's what she looked like, you know, and we were in San Diego. So it was not winter wind burn. It was addiction. Well, Dr. Mary, I don't ask you this very often because we don't have these sort of biology conversations very often. Thank you for doing that research, by the way. It's both um, good to know and horrifying and terribly sad, actually. But how does that make you feel when you realize that you did this to your body? That, I mean, you didn't, you didn't set out to look like this, oh, yeah. but you became like this. What's your reflection on that now? And maybe the pre-question is, what did you think of yourself when you looked like this? Oh, I was I was aware partly that it was happening. I was quite sad, but I decided that that was then my lot in life because I'd become this. So I felt like I didn't deserve to do anything about it. Without going into and that's not and that's quite common with. I mean, that's just not me trying to sound like that. That that's a that's a yeah. mindset that almost every addict has. They at some point they they get to the. To, to the point where they just think, well, I had my chance and I ruined it. Yeah. And they kind of give up. Without going into intimate details, I have a very clear memory of probably January of 2017. So weeks before this all changed, you came into the bedroom and you just had a towel on. You were coming out of the shower. And I was revolted. It's the only word I can use. I was revolted by what had happened to your body. You were blotchy. You had scabs all over. You were bruised. You were so fat with puffiness that, that didn't make any sense to who you, who you were, what you were eating. And of course I knew none of the science around any of this. Um, and I just remember thinking, how in the world am I going to live the rest of my life with this man? And that doesn't begin to discuss the smell and all the other things that go along with this. If you've not lived with someone addicted to a substance and watched their body desperately trying to evict it from itself, you can't fathom what this is like. It's mm. it's pretty terrible. In in a in one way, and then of course there's all these other ways that it's also terrible. I wow, this is very sad. I think sometimes knowing the reality behind addiction, the the science behind this, a lot of it, makes a lot it of that, worse. a lot of that weight gain is fluid retention but because I read somewhere and I couldn't find 
a scientific reference to prove this, but it was on a It, they were quoting some online excitepedia, so I don't know if this is true, but I, I found four four times I found this quote that um, a gin and tonic has the same amount of sugar as a, um, a hamburger and fries. Sugar? Yeah. Okay. Which is, you know, quite calorific. So, you know, it's the calories as well. So you're just... Well, climbing. there's a there's a reason you call it a beer gut. Yeah. I mean that that weight looks unlike and of course, any other alcohol kind of weight. Alcohol makes you hungry as well. So, There's well, I'll just say this: you look amazing today, Doctor Mary. Oh, you, you I, I I'm so grateful for that from a from a sort of shallow physical perspective. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful to not look at you and be revolted. Well, I, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we got over that one too. But, 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 and this is the important piece. And I wrote this yesterday when I posted this picture. What's most amazing is that the physical symptoms that presented themselves in this very plumpy waterbed way were the manifestation of all the other problems. And when that went away, so did all of the other problems. And of course, I am most, most grateful that your great big brain and your really gentle, loving heart also recovered. Thank you. Yeah. So can I just say to anybody watching this who is today where Maz was in that mindset of, well, this is the choice I've made and I don't deserve any better. Yes, you yes, do. Yes, I, I actually, I, I had the great pleasure of talking at Prairie, Prairie St. John on, on Veterans Day and I made sure everyone knew that. I got some nods. You it's absolutely do deserve to feel, to look and to be better. You deserve it. Your family deserves it. Everybody in your life deserves it, but mostly you deserve it whatever bad choices you've made get in line get in line we've all made bad choices this is not your lot in life you do not deserve to drink yourself to death a very a very intelligent human being once said one of his many quotes that he doesn't get the credit for saying intelligent things is that he said that growing old gracefully is your reward um for making bad choices but learning from them and growing old turns you into the person you should have been all along who was that david bowie oh david bowie that's a nice quote not a david bowie fan but it's a very nice quote <laughs> it is a great yes, quote it is and this guy should know it. he used to hit it hard and he recovered you know he got himself back on track he you know yeah of course he, he uh, no we don't have time to go into his David life Bowie's was cut short with cancer but you know yes he was a survivor yes all right if you feel like you look like a waterbed you probably look like a waterbed and i'm not going to say to you it's as easy as stopping drinking because it's i know not. that it's not easy and i'm not the one who had to go through it it's not easy it is not but it's worth it isn't it it absolutely is yes it's worth it get the help, reach out to us if you don't know where to start. We will help you find the help that you need so that you can be the person you should be. Have a great Have Tuesday. A great we'll see you on Thursday with a brand new to us guest. We're excited to talk Ooh, to her and excellent. we will see you 
then have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and DD. If you enjoyed the content and want to learn more, head over to Facebook to Daily Dose Dr. Mary DD. You can find us on YouTube under Dana DelVal. And if you want to get signed up for our weekly newsletter, email me at D-A-Y-N-A at D-A-Y-N-A-D-E-L-V-A-L.com. Have a great day. We hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.